This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope it's everyone's favorite time well not everyone's favorite time of the week but <laughs> most of your favorite times we're joined by miss sarah frazier hi david yontif oh my god i've now memorized basically uh, like how you start every show welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right to it i love it. we even started the live show like that i think people were like people were there and they were like oh you're actually recording this i'm like yeah this is an episode baby i you have been on my mind i am so i can't wait to hear about how your live show went with kim d i mean tell us everything this was your first live podcast show which is a huge deal in new york city at city winery which is like a big deal okay i need the whole scoop you know what it is? It's kind of like an episode of like R-H-O-B-H, which we'll just leave it at that because that's what's on now, Um, where it's like so much happens and like you don't really appreciate it until after the fact. Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, I'll take a lap. I mean, I don't have an ego. It is a big deal to do a live show at City Winery. Like it now is. that the episode is out and I just posted the pictures of me and Kim on stage, people are like, what you did like people I know in my life are like you headlined at city winer. And I'm like, I guess it's a big deal. I never treat anything like a big deal. I'm just all about the work. It went well. Listen, people, someone came from the UK. Someone came from Vegas. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. David, you have huge fans. We had some, we had people. So I think the farthest was the UK and then someone was from Vegas. So you basically upstaged the queen because I mean, every British person I know is like, they're never, they're not leaving England this week or or the past two weeks to pay tribute. So, wow, you got someone to leave the UK for you over the queen. That's kind of huge. I guess so. She was a lovely girl at the end. Like we met her 
you know, um, Kim wasn't such a diva in the green room. We, she was behaving herself. Um, she demanded a drink on stage as soon as we started. I'm like, does everyone see what doing a podcast with Kim is like? She just, I'm like, we're in front of a live audience, Kim. Like, chill out. Like, um, I mean, of course, I had to have my drink on stage too. So, well, well listen, I really thank everyone who came out. You know, it was great meeting a lot of the listeners. Q&A at the end, people had questions. Someone was like, you know, DM'd and was like, you know, I don't know. I didn't know it was being recorded. I couldn't ask what I really wanted. I was like, you, you can ask anything you want. Like, we would have answered anything. I'm not afraid of, like, PK and Dorit and lawsuits and, you know. You're a lawyer, for God's sake. I You're mean, a lawyer. you know. Lawyers always know what to say and whatnot. Lawyers are, uh, well, I mean, if they're good at medium, which a lot are, they, they know what to say and not to say. I mean, look, I'm not afraid of Diana Jenkins, but I don't, I don't want to be sued by her. Right. Yet. Like, I don't need to go out of my way and get a cease and desist. I mean, like, you know, and by the way, I mean, this person was like, I wish you could have answered questions about, you know, a book 23 or whatever area. Well, first of all, you didn't stand up and fucking ask if you did, but there's, I'm not afraid of Diana. I don't know the answer. So like, I can't give you an answer. I don't know, you know, but the live show went great. And you and I, you know, I'm going to be in LA. Like I'm on the move. I'm on the move. Everyone in LA, I'm taking up residence in, listen, this Hamptons thing is coming to an end girl. I mean, I'm going to be here. Well, I'm going to be here next summer. I'm going to be here every, I'm going to be here every summer from now till the time I die. But we're exiting the summer. <laughs> I have three weeks left. And then I'm coming. I'm taking up residence in L.A. and Miami in the winter. So get ready, like, dear. I love it. How, mu- how many months, by the way, have you been out in the Hamptons now? When I leave, it'll it's three weeks away from five months. No. Yes. Tell me, no. Have we been co- recording for five months, you in the Hamptons? Really? And guess I, I still knock on wood. I had a near run in on this past Friday night with the one, the only Singa Stinga. <laughs> she, she was at now. Listen, now look at it's not like I go to Almond. That's the gay bar where Mr. Cone goes, like Lou goes there. Um, it's not like I go every Friday. I don't do anything every week because I'm a Gemini and I get bored. It's, I like variety is the spice of life. But, you know, I've been to Almond many, many, many Friday nights. This past week, I was everyone. Are you going? Are you going? I was like, listen, I have had such a week. I'm going to skip Almond tonight, you know? Sometimes I stay in, Sarah. And so I just, I don't, it was God. like, the gods of Bravo were up there looking out over me. Something told me I just didn't want to go to Almond. And then the next day I see pictures and videos. The Singa Stinga was in the house at the gay bar. Now, but wait, aren't you having regret? Because don't you wish you went? Because you wanted <sighs> not, to see? Not no. really. Not really. I mean, listen, if Ramona saw me, I don't think she'd, there's really no love loss. There's no love loss between us. You know, why does Ramona not like you? I don't know if I heard this. She just, you know, and and she, she, and by the way, I've never, she just, I believe it or not, I've never done anything against her. She just, she doesn't not like me, but she told Harry Dubin, it all goes, she told Harry Dubin, they had a dinner 
at um where the hell they had a dinner at scarpetta in new york city this is like a year ago and she was like oh that's that troublemaker like somehow harry brought my name up she just you know listen i mean some people think of us as troublemakers over here sarah we're running our mouths so i've never done anything against ramona per se i, I like her i think she's great on the damn tv you know as a human she ain't my favorite i mean i i, I wouldn't speak to her if i saw her i'm not interested uh-huh. but she said to harry oh that's that troublemaker you're friends with oh stay you know it goes back to and i know you enjoy my sayings but you know the other saying that i take to heart is wendy williams and wendy williams always said you have to make a choice in this business you're either of the people or you're of the industry and it looks like david we are of the people you know i mean and when you're of the people the industry doesn't really like you because you know you bring up all they're good they're bad they're ugly and as you know you and i have this discussion every other weekend you, we have these wonderful guests on, but then they expect you to take sides. Like then they expect, you know, you have a great rapport with some of these housewife women, or like for me, it's these TLC, you know, stars. And then they get mad at you when you have somebody that they don't like on. And you're like, wait a minute, I do a show, a talk show. That's like, everybody gets to say their side. Uh, but people do not, people in the industry do not feel that way. They really, truly want you to pick sides. I have learned that. They want you to pick sides. And like, when you say we're of the people, like we're of these people that are actually listening right now. Like yes. these people do not want me or you to kiss Ramona's ass and then candy coat. Like they want the actual truth. I think that I that's <laughs> why well, you, oh, oh, Sarah. I know. And I, I never knew that. We, okay, let's go. We'll get into our one okay, star review. Keep going, keep going. No, no, no. But like, but like, so, you know, to me, it's like, yeah, like uh, Ramona thinks of me as a troublemaker, which, okay. I mean, Harry's like, well, I'm friends with him, girl. Like, and I don't need to be friends with the Singa Stinga. She just thinks, you know, she sees the headlines and she just thinks like, that's the guy that causes all the trouble. So look, I'm not afraid of her, but the fact that something told me not to go to the, I was like, I'm okay, nuts. Thank Listen, you. I'm, right. I'm okay, nuts. Let's just end the season on a high note, Sarah. You know, let's end it on a high note. But we are of the people. And you know, one more thing before we move on. The thing about taking sides is it's obnoxious because they wouldn't ask Andy Cohn. They wouldn't ask Kelly Ripa. They wouldn't ask Ryan. They ask us because they think we're low level, like low hanging fruit that they can push around. I, That's I know. what it well, is. I wrestle with this because part of me is like of the industry because I genuinely love these people so much that I have on, you know, like I, I'm a huge Uber fan. So it's like, I wrestle with, I don't want to hurt their feelings. I'm not, not happy here? when I burn a bridge. Me neither. I hate it. Like I want to be up the middle, you know, <laughs> I want some industry friends the people because like I admire Wendy. Like I truly, truly believe. And this is why I think it's going to be very hard for this new round of talk shows coming out. Like, I think Wendy didn't give a fuck about the industry. I really true. Like Wendy was like, Wendy was of the audience of the people. Like she was going to say the shit that we were really, really, really feeling. Look, she she had things with Nene to her face, Cynthia Bailey to her face. She's, she's looked at you and gone there. Oh, I mean, and I feel like Wendy, you know, so few people can really do that, I feel like, and really like believe it. Um, so I admire that. No, I, I like, listen, I have industry friends, but it's, it's, 
it's organic, right? Like I don't set out, it's just certain people come on the show and you like them. Like my new Allison Dubois from Beverly Hills and I are having a love affair now. Like we're, it's just, I think it's organic, but you know, I have a situation. I don't know if I talked about this on here. I'll make it very quick. I have someone coming up. Okay. From a major, major Oh, I think I know this. Okay. Yeah. I keep yeah. I told you the story. And so yeah. like, look, this person came on, we loved each other. It's like a major person. It's from like one of the major Bravo shows. And like, we really bonded. We traded texts. Dude, bro, you're going to be in LA in January. We're going to have drinks. I'm going to bring this one and that one. I'm like, I'm going to go out with a whole cast of this. Yay. But so then it's like, listen, can you just do me a favor and send this episode to like my publicist? And I'm like, look, you know, I, I don't do that. But sure, as a courtesy, and I said, like, uh, if this publicist, you know, like, I, if they, if you said like one sentence they want taken out, fine. But they're not, oh, no, don't worry, man. They're not going to nitpick this. I get an email back. Mm-hmm. Go on, go on. From this publicist that wants like 17 to 25 edits. One huge part of like 25 minutes is talking about, imagine if it was like, Kyle talking about Kathy or, or, you know what I mean? Like, I I don't know, like someone major, like Craig talking about Shep or it was a whole discussion about someone major. And I'm like, wait, you want me to now take 25 minutes? This person is like the star of the show. You don't even want this person mentioned. And mind you, there were 17,000 other edits. And I was like, I pushed back and we went back and forth. And then at that point, you're like, the bridge is now burned. It's like, even if I do this, I'm going to be, but then it got into like, well, your follow-up question. I don't know the exact words, but it was like, you baited this person or I'm like, bro, I'm doing my fucking job. And it wasn't baited, but it was something like entrapped. And it was like, man, I'm doing my job. Like they're basically telling me I'm doing my job correct. And not only that, it was just all this other stuff of, I'm sorry, in my experience, podcasts always take out what I ask. I'm like, well, this is behind the velvet rope. Like, I'm not taking any of this out now. And it was one or two specific things are going to be a huge fucking deal. These these listeners are going to be like, holy fucking shit. I'm not doing that. My loyalty is to these people. And I mean, the bridge is burnt. And then I thought it was over. I didn't tell you this. I thought it was over because like I said, no. And like, what it, I just ignored, like five days later, I get a random email. So are we good on this? Like, do you understand that I want this? I'm just like, I, I'm, I'm in, a, I'm ignoring now. I don't, you're not my mother. You're not my, bo- I don't have to get back to you. And by the way, <clears throat> I will say this, this person has been in this business a while. Like, I mean, you know, <clears throat> there's something, if this is your first season, Yes. And you're not media savvy or whatever. Okay. But the person that you're discussing knows better. It's just, it's like, no, it's no, you're no. Like, and it's I, like, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, this isn't fucking, you know, you are a, a big deal, but you're not Julia fucking Roberts, you know? I mean, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. And I, I try to be accommodating as well to people. I usually say, look, you know, if there's something major we can discuss at the end of the interview, I want you to be relaxed. I want you to have fun, but there's a line and that's like the, line. you know, it's yeah. And I, I know, and look, I've been there too. And it's just like, I get to the point, like, I feel like sometimes I don't want any more industry friends because nope. I don't, 
Remember the good old days? And I'm really dating myself here. I know when you had to like go to your psychiatrist's office and like sit there and wait in the waiting room and it was quiet and you were looking at people around you and you had to wait and you had to walk there and you had to drive there. Mental health and therapy and psychiatry has never been so simple. Now that you're able to access mental health in the comfort of your own device, it's never been so simple to schedule. Talkspace, it's really changed the game. You can send messages to your dedicated therapist and the Talkspace platform. You could schedule your sessions. You can help set goals all from your device. You never have to leave your home. And if you're like me and you travel and you're really never in one place for more than a few months, it's great. You don't have to keep changing therapists. They have thousands of licensed therapists with years of experience in over 40 specialties, depression, anxiety, substance abuse, trauma, anger management, relationship issues, food, eating. As a listener of Behind the Velvet Rope, you get $100 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash velvet. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash velvet. To get $100 off, that's Talkspace.com slash velvet. It's not worth it. It's like, come on my show, say what you want to say, stand by your truth, especially for those people who've been in television many years. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. And, and then they blame you. It's like, what? And by the way, so first of all, not, nothing is being edited out. Um, yeah. you, you listeners can thank me when this comes out. And mind you, it's like, just like you said, there's, I've said this before, there's twice in my career when someone was talking and I was like, holy shit. One was Charlie from Vanderpump Rules season one, which became okay. a huge, her season one, which became a huge big deal. She got in big trouble when she was talking about Stassi and the mean girls. And another was Andrew Gray from Blank Empire, who was talking about how the show was fake twice for each their first seasons. I was like, where is your publicist? Where is your manager? You are, this is so awful what you're saying. This is going to go viral and you are fucked twice. The other 600 shows, I exactly what you said. I'm like, you are an ex, you know what you're doing. And mind you, when I'm talking about, say like I'm asking you about Andy Cohn or like, you know, like a Lisa Vanderpump or like a Kathy, when you're saying things about a, a, a big fish, you know that this is the big fish. Like we're not talking about, you know, Raquel Levis and, you know, James Kennedy over. We're talking about like the big fish, like the Eric Covey. So when you're talking about private stuff that no one's ever heard before, it's Andy Cohen or Lisa or whoever, you know what you're doing. Give me a fucking break. And shame on you for saying it if you didn't want. And I don't even think it's the person. I think it's like, but nothing is coming out. So there you go. And one more, what was the other thing? I don't know. Yeah. So I guess the only other thing is that, there's no, is that there's no drinks at LA now. And that's okay. I'm not compromising these listeners of the show. There's no like, drinks? What? What does that mean? Well, now, I mean, the person I stopped texting with <gasps> oh, the, the, like oh, this oh. like reality legend of like, who I really did get along with. I'm like, I feel weird. Now I feel weird because you're CC'd on these emails. I mean, you're not saying anything, but I mean, I guess drinks are off because, like, you well, know. you'll be maybe you'd be surprised. Maybe you'll be surprised. Maybe you know. I think too. Sometimes people just like you know, you know, it's that saying, right? You don't know what you can get until you ask for it. So sometimes I think too, like we make we might take it to heart, but I think a lot of times publicists they push, they put just to like see, but then the reality is the publicists need you to. So it's like always this game of don't do this, you know, but then I don't know. I, they need you to, I, I think you might be surprised how it ends up. Well, that's the only thing before we move on. I was going to say is like, 
what goes around comes around in this business. Like, I do think this bridge is burned at the moment, but like, you look at like a Jill Zarin and be like, we're cool. Like, I like Jill. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I guess Jill loves you. She's like, so like the, the, the bridges you burn are not always like you repair things. And again, I am not being cocky. I do not want to burn a bridge. I do sure. not think I'm better. I am not arrogant, but I'm not going to compromise this show and these listeners. Like when someone wants like 45,000 edits, like this isn't like fucking milk toast. I can name you the Bravo podcast you can go listen to if you want smiles and rainbows and fake shit. I'm not going to do that because like I don't need any more enemies today. Anyway, um, we have another fan. Someone else is like liking our, our last episode on yes. Salt Lake. <laughs> <gasps> Miss Jen Shaw, did you see that? Yeah, now I'm nervous. I'm going to end up on her story as being blasted for something. Uh, yeah, I mean, actually, you know what was funny? It was a big week for us. A lot of Bravo and celebrities. I mean, I'm talking Jill Zarin, Jen Shaw, Donnie Wahlberg, Jenny McCarthy. I mean, we had a lot of interaction on our podcast. Donnie, so what was it? So we talked about Jenny joining and Donnie, I saw Donnie responded to you and said something. Okay, so, and I aired that episode. I, I found that one of our discussions that there was there is a rumor going around that Jenny McCarthy is going to be on RHOBH and she's replacing Lisa Renna, right? Okay. So Which makes I it love, brilliant. It's a brilliant idea. Brilliant. And even though they're denying it, we all know people deny, deny, deny until the day they appear on a show, right? Probably for contract reasons. So Jenny had put up, I, I don't know, something, of, I think it was maybe like a makeup transformation or whatever. And I said something to the degree of, okay, oh, blink four times if you're going to be on the new season of RHOBH. And interesting, because I actually think this is an interesting sign, although I know they're very tightly married. Donnie Wahlberg jumps in and goes, you know, at no, like all kinds of, you know, O's. Um, I saw that. We love watching, but we are not going to be on. I don't know. I thought to myself, and then I wrote back, are you kidding me? PK, Mauricio, you, Harry, it's the new, it's NKOTB, you know, 2.0. And then he kind of laughed or whatever, right? But I was like, I don't know. It was an interesting denial. Very quick. You know, they get thousands of comments. Why are you, why are you answering mine? No, I know he's very, he's very interactive with the audience. I mean, they go to Waffle House with their fans. I mean, they are very interactive, but I thought you jumped on that real quick. Hmm. I have a picture with the two of them. I've met them before. They are two, especially Donnie, but both of them are truly lovely people. Lovely. Oh, they're, yeah, they're like, you can tell. And they genuinely are in love with each other, I think is really cool. I mean, I, I feel like there's no better catch for Bravo. Like if Bravo could nail that, I do think, even though Lisa Renna says she's the LeBron James of the franchises, I, I feel like we would forget about Renna. You think what, like, I mean, because they are very involved in each other's marriage and they're, what you think Donnie was just too quick to like, oh shit, like we better shut this down because daddy Cohen is going to like take away our, our, our job. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. I kind of, um, you know, I, look, I, I don't know them. So I don't know how they know the media game though really well. Right. They've been in it a long time. I now I just thought the denial was awfully quick, but maybe, maybe that works the other way. Maybe Donnie really, maybe they are not interested. I mean, look, she, she's a judge on the mask singer. 
I guarantee you Bravo isn't going to pay her the money she's making because she's been doing Mass Singer how many seasons? Five? And what an easy, not, I'm sure it's not easy, but what a pleasant, you sit with Nicole Scherzinger and Ken Jong. I mean, this is, there's no drama like you. It's not a bad gig. And Jenny's really right a lot of the time, more than the other judges. She's, she's, she's good at, like, she's not losing that job. So I mean, to sit there for what? Like, I mean, I'm not, again, it's not easy, but there's no drama, right? I mean, there's drama with None. who's walking out over Rudy Giuliani, I guess a one once in seven years drama. But yeah, I mean. I do think though, you know, the thing with Bravo shows is like, we talk about these women. I mean, people, people, I don't think are going to work and talking about the masked singer. You're watching it as like just escapism. You're laying on the stove. You're watching it with your kids, right? So I do think for them, like for Donnie and Jenny, they don't need the money. But I do think like for publicity wise, like getting people talking about them, Bravo is a way better outlet, like being on RHOBH. But a lot of people, some people are take the money and run. Like maybe you don't care. I don't know. Like, like I think Rebecca Romaine and Jerry would be great on it. Mind you now, I don't think Rebecca has that in her. That's just me. I, Jenny, I think has it in her. Jenny would be Rena 2.0. She would snap at you. She would yeah. be sloppy, but she would be great. I think Rebecca's too nice. Mind you, Rebecca and Jerry are like the hardest working. Like they're now hosting the new reality love boat. Love That's boat. Yeah. Yes. like they're busy. So, I mean, I don't think, but I, I saw Donnie respond to you. And I think that that was interesting. Maybe you're right. Maybe it was a very quick denial of like shit before this gets out. But I'm starting to think because she does say she's the LeBron James, Miss Lisa Renna. I'm start. Listen, people don't realize I'm not a flip flopper. It's that I'm being honest with you in the moment. So if I change my mind every week, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. It shows that I'm not like there's no ulterior motive here. I don't know. I'm starting to think you and Kim D. And Lisa Rinna are right. I'm starting to think maybe she ain't going. Well, and you know, she dropped the whole LeBron James thing. I'm the LeBron James of um I saw RHOBH. They have can't to, afford to lose me. Can't afford to lose me, just like a couple days ago, right? Like in the midst of everything that's been going down. I mean, I don't know. She's awfully cocky. You know, she is awfully cocky. I I I don't know. See, I think she's coming back for I've said that from the beginning. And I, I think and, you might be right. I think you well, might be right. One of the reasons I believe it now is see, I, my theory is, and I'm with you, I, I'll change my mind next week, but you look at RHOA, they're bringing back the entire same cast they just announced. I think they've learned their lesson. They got, they got destroyed with New York, destroyed with New York, destroyed with the OC in this whole fucking thing of shaking these stupid shows up because, oh, they've got to be younger. They've got to be this. They've got to be that. It didn't work. It's not work. It's a, it's a colossal fail. So I think they're nervous now. I think they're going to, if the formula works, and I mean, from what people say, RHOBH, uh, enormous ratings. Huge. They're, why are they going to mess? They're not stop. They've done this. Let and you could ever- still change the show. I mean, look, you'll get rid of Diana and Dorit and Sheree. Oh, I have a theory. I, I think you keep Dorit now. I have a theory. You I, do? I, she, she won me over this week. Dorito won me over. Dorito. Listen, I her season. When she speaks up and Crystal had her moment. Listen, I, I say justice for Crystal all along. I think you need Crystal. I think you need someone who's normal. Crystal ain't afraid. She can speak up. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, 
there's so much to unpack there. I and I, I, I look, Ren is highly paid, but yeah, I'm starting to think that she survives another season, whether you love her or not. I Let's think- be honest. I'm partial. I'm a new producer. You have the producer mind. Let me ask you this. Okay. Do you think they have another plan without Lisa Renna right now? It would have to be like a Jenny McCarthy. It would have to be a stunt casting. Erica Jane is in Chicago as Roxy Hart. It would have to be like a stunt casting, a, a name. Jenny would would do it. She, she would do it. I don't think a Kamora Lee Simmons would do it. She could be great. It has to be someone where you're like, holy shit, Jenny fucking McCarthy. Like where we were so excited for the new person, not Tori Spelling. That's not, that's not going to happen. It needs to be like, like a Jenny McCarthy. That is the only way to me that you can get rid of Rinna. You have to make people talk about the replacement and it has to not be stunt casting because the person has to fit in now with everyone else. That's the only way it's going to work. Otherwise, yeah, I think you just say, right. And like, this isn't saying Rinna's here for 30 years, but it's like, okay, one more season. Let's see how this goes. Because they need more time to figure it out. I, I'm sure they didn't. I don't think anybody, and I'm not saying this is their lack of planning. I think it's hard to know how a season is going to unfold. Yeah. So, you know, they they don't have enough time to try to find that Jenny McCarthy. And let's just say, let's say, take Donnie Wahlberg. He seems like an honest person at his word. They're not interested. They're not doing it. Like you said, there's nobody else. Tori spell. I mean, Tori would no. be awesome, but I don't think Tori can bring it in she, the way. No. And she would jump the shark. It would be Tori doesn't fit in. It's the same reason when she does interviews and she talks about her career, like you can't just hire Tori spelling. Like she almost became a caricature of herself in life. And she, she knows that she fed into it with all like her projects, which you become that when you're on the housewives, but you can't be that season one. It has to be like, you're a team player. Tori would stick out too much to me. Like Jenny wouldn't, Denise didn't, you know, I don't know. I I'm really thinking that Rena survives. I, I am. I'm really, I'm sorry to tell everybody, you know, another unpopular opinion. Oh, Sarah, people like we got, like, I didn't realize you can like, people are like, you know, wait a second. The two of you, Erica, didn't know. Ugh, tuning out. Like, okay, we're allowed to have our opinion. I'll you know? tune out. I Sorry. mean, I, yeah, I, EJ didn't know. I, I, yeah, I mean, that's not the craziest opinion that you ever had. So I was re-watching Roni the other day because that's what we do here behind the velvet rope. And it was that episode where Leah found the vibrator and the chicken. Oh my God. Did we ever find out whose vibrator that is? But all I could think of was, I hope for Luann's sake and Sonia's sake and Ramona's sake and Leah's sake, I hope that was a Dame Products product. Dame Products will hook you guys up and help you feel good. They have so many options to choose from. There's the Eva. That is literally the first hands-free couples vibrator. And it's designed to enhance partner play without getting in the way. There's also the air. It's a suction vibrator designed to, well, get you there fast. And, you know, having a pleasure practice, it's good for you. It's not just about feeling good. It improves the quality of your sleep. It helps you de-stress. It relieves pain. There's so much good that comes from it. And the best part, Dame offers hassle-free returns within 60 days 
So your satisfaction is literally guaranteed. There's no risk. Just go to dameproducts.com and enter code VELVETROPE and you get 15% off site-wide. That's right, site-wide. So you can choose the products I mentioned or any of the others. Dameproducts.com, use code VELVETROPE and get 15% off your first order. I mean, I'm sure we'll get into all that, but I did want to ask you, what do you think Jen Shaw liking your posts and watching your stories. What do you think that meant? I don't know. I started to think, cause listen, I truly can't remember, you know, we do a thousand we shows. We trashed here. her. <laughs> we did. I did. Oh, you I don't, I mean, I, I, well, I think I, I said, I think I, I said she doesn't know what she's in for. I was, well, I think two things, honestly, I think two things. She didn't really listen. She just saw that the picture of her or like Jen Shaw's like, want, you know, some of these girls like to be talked about good, bad, indifferent. I actually appreciate that. I actually appreciate that more than like where we started with all these sides. Listen, I don't want to get on Jen Shaw's bad side. Well, we basically said you're going away from but I do think I still do. Someone was arguing with me and they're like, Emily D. I'm, I speak to Emily D. Baker all the time. She says, yes, five years. So I don't know what she said on her own show. That's what she said on my show. I I, I don't, I think, I think Jen Shaw's going away for five years or more. That's my opinion. I hope I'm wrong. I mean, let her, let her, whatever. I, I what do I know? But that's my opinion. That's, I'm going to no, stick I, with that. No, but yeah, I'd be curious. I'd be curious to see her thoughts if she did uh, listen. We said that. And then, you know, and I do stand by this. I mean, I, you know, she came out saying there's a cast member that's racist, used the N-word to her, towards her son um, and alleged other things. And I think we said this. I know I said this clearly. That might be true. It's just it's hard. Jen has a huge credibility issue. So it's hard to I think that comment didn't go anywhere because I think people are like, how can we believe you? And I do think that's true. That's what I would say to her if she were sitting here and I'm sure she would yell at me. But anyway, I, you know, and I, I just, just feel you have a lack of credibility. I'm sorry. I see what you're saying. I didn't even think of that. I just felt like you, it's, it has to be your children. I go back to my Christmas gifts for the next 10 oh, years. And I go back sad. to like, I would start talking to people that have been in, like, I'm not even trying to be sarcastic or funny or mean. I would start talking to people. Maybe she has that are, that have gone to federal prison for five plus years and just listen to them about what to expect when you get there and just start mentally preparing for it. Listen, it's hard to prepare for it. I understand the like, why, why, if I'm free now, would I do that to myself? I personally, knowing the type of person that I am, Kim D and I had someone go to jail. I forgot when they went in, but like, because of COVID, it was like delayed and delayed. And I'm like, Jesus, like, I would just, can you volunteer to go in? Like, I'm the type of person that likes to get things done. So if I had a clock that was going to be five years or more, I wouldn't want to ride it out and get do PR for the season and go to the reunion. I would really just want to go in like the next day and start the clock running. Does that make sense? That's just me. But regardless, I don't think she's prepared. And it wasn't, it was just like, girl, like, why are you worried about your castmates? I mean, let's see who visits you, you know, and stands by you. And then who cares what they say? Just, and I understand it's the job. That same thing goes to Rena, where people are now saying like, you know, 
is Rinna the most diabolical, hateful creature that's ever existed? Or is she just like doing her job? Like she's been posting that stuff a lot. Rinna's, there's doing your job and then there's like really poking. And I mean, I don't know if we're going to get into the latest season. You you tell me where you want to go next. But I mean, I have so many thoughts on the latest episode of RHOBH. And Rena going up to the bar and ordering 818 tequila when Kathy is there promoting her stuff. And and like they all do, they all are allowed. I mean, Mauricio wears that damn agency fucking hat everywhere he goes. I mean, it's Rena did that as a direct dig, a, a complete direct in Kathy's face. You know, I mean, there's there's doing your job. She's already done her job this whole season. She could sit back, you know, but I mean, to do that. This season, that this season is so good. I don't even know what. And you don't think it's like um, producer tapping her on the shoulder and saying like, go order Kendall Jenner's. I think I think Ren is tapping the producers on the shoulder and going, watch me work. Like, I mean, I think (laughs) I don't think Ren needs to be produced at all. Um, No, she did that as such a dig. And. You know, I mean, they they just completely discard Kathy. They should let Kathy have her moment with this damn tequila. Look, is Kathy rich? Does Kathy need the tequila money? No, I mean, but still... they all are allowed to. I mean, we all had to sit through Rinna's Rinna Beauty pool party at Crystals and all that bullshit. And we had to see all the lip gloss. We have to do that now with everybody. You know, it doesn't matter who they are. They all come out with some crap. So, you know, let Kathy have her couple of episodes, you know? People are, people are not happy with her. And the one thing I do have to say, even though I really might think Ren is going again soon, but now I don't is, you know, I do think Diana's, I mean, look, Diana posted that, you know, look at this sunset and sometimes something like a, a sunset going proves that sometimes endings are, are beautiful, beautiful beginnings. Yeah. Yes. I mean, Diana, sweetie, I don't know how else you want us to take that. Like people are like, is this about Beverly Hills? I mean, girl, I don't know what else it would be about. And by the way, just so we know, you know, not going to BravoCon, Rinna has already come out and said, you know, it's due to scheduling conflicts, which I think that could be the case. Sure. I don't think so. I don't think I, I, I don't know, because, you know, you saw you saw two different bloggers. I don't know what if it, I don't know what the, oh, the different Bravo blogs are, but anyway. Say. Well, one blogger said Rinna told or responded to her comment saying that she was promoting Rinna Wines. That's why she wouldn't be there. Then some other blogger, I guess, I don't know who maybe knows a friend of a friend of Rinna said, oh, really? She told me a completely different story. So there's conflicting reports out there of why Rinna isn't there. But no, I guess now I'm team you. I kind of agree with you. There has to be a scheduling conflict because- well, like Jill Zarin's going to be there. I mean, Ramona. I mean, the, oh, there's no OG show in the works, nor is there going to be any time in the next yeah. 365 days. So like there's people that are not on the network. Carolyn Manzo and Albie Manzo are there. So like there's, you don't have to currently be with the network. So to say like this shows yeah. you're fired, that doesn't really, listen, the last Bravo con, I mean, they made $5,000 a day. I know that for a fact, like Ramona turned it down. Sonia turned it down. I mean, Ramona will do anything except be around fans, although she's going now because her million dollar check is taken away from her. But like, 
you know, you don't have to say yes. There are people that say, I'm not going to go to BravoCon. Like Chef Rachel from Below Deck said, like, this is all a bunch of bullshit and it's all corporate, you know? So like, you don't have to go, you know? So look, I mean, does Rina want to be, I mean, this is going to make these listeners hate her even more, but like, does she want to be around a bunch, you know, 10,000, 20,000 screaming fans? Lisa, Lisa, Lisa. No, she's, she's, Look, it's kind of like, oh, I'm going to get so much hate for saying this, but it's kind of like Christine Quinn, who's left selling Sunset in the dust. And I mean, girlfriend is like front row at every fashion show in Paris. And like Christine Quinn has become bigger than selling Sunset. Now, selling Sunset is the best reality show that's ever existed other than the Hills. So I don't know what everyone's doing, not watching it. Um, but like, in the world, I mean, people don't agree. They commented on my post, like, where Rinna's like, I was Lisa Rinna before Beverly Hills, and I'll be her after. Like, Rinna, she, I could see her not wanting to go. She just doesn't want to interact, and she ele- she wants to elevate herself as, like, I'm just above this, which doesn't mean we like that, the arrogance, but it works from a marketing point of view, right? Yeah, it does. No, I'm, I agree with 100% your theory, actually. And I think by not going, it's just a good cooling off, the, like a good cooling off period. Obviously, this season has been hot, 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 super intense. So I think it does give like a respite to everything because the next time we see Lisa Renna is going to be a year from now, basically. You know what I mean? Like in the sense of on TV, in a public. Th- no, I think you're right. I think it's actually a gene. I think it's a good move for her. And what do you take Diana Jenkins not being there? You think she's really done? I think Diana's done. I just think that this post about the endings, I think she's foreshadowing what's coming. You know, there is a lot of controversy that she was seen at an aquarium with her daughter right or right a day before I might get the timeline a little off by a day right with the reunion where she supposedly has COVID but she's out did she not want to face the people but I just think that look she might also be resigning but I really feel that you know like she's associated with this dark season you know what I mean so like she's the scapegoat and if you think about it like no one really talked to Dr. Jen or Noella on the OC. Diana just has more of a fan, like a like a buzz around her because it's Beverly Hills. Do you know what I mean? And like Epstein and all this bullshit and like the area, the book. And so there is, but I just think, and I'm not even saying any of that's true. I just think that she is going to be lumped in with this off dark season, not ratings off, but this dark season. And I just think, I mean, no one likes her. I just think it's easy to get rid of her. Like it was with Jenny Nguyen when we, you know, found all these racially insensitive things on Facebook. Find those same tweets. I've said it before. Go and find all those things that Jenny said and did about Teresa Giudice or, you know, Meredith Marks, and they wouldn't have been fired. So I just think it's an easy, like, get rid of Diana. No one likes her. And I mean, we have to change something. Yeah. I, yeah. Think, Di- I, I, I think Diana's really done. I do. Okay. I agree with that. I agree with that. I do. And then like, listen, I really do think in a way, bring on the hate, hate us for the Erica comments. I mean. (sighs) Well, I look, I'll give you it. This past week, uh, you know, EJ was insufferable. I mean, it was now last week when she like came after all of them and, and was basically saying, 
you know, I get her point of view. I'm a victim too. I didn't know Tom and Girardi Keys were doing this. I had no idea. I'm not giving back anything until the court of law says Tom bought this with funds that were not allocated to him personally. Like she said, the minute they say that, I'm happy to give. I, I thought she made perfect sense. This week, just the whole thing of like, oh, they're all going to to get hats, but I bet they're not talking about me, about my case that I've won. You know, it's just like, okay, you know, I don't know what you want. Like, okay, I thought you left on a high note last week. Go and show up for the women, you know, and fuck them. Like, keep, keep, uh, uh, we get your anger. Like, they're not going to keep at you. Well, probably Crystal and Garcelle are just because they're going to edit it that way. But, uh, you know, now she's just insufferable being at the own little, her own little cafe and wouldn't want to let them into the clothing store. It's just like, all right. And then, you know, Diana, Diana, go in and buy, so I can watch you buy expensive things. It's like, all right, Erica, we get it. You know, I mean, but there are other things happening in the world aside from you not being as rich as you were. You know, it's it like, she does it. You understand why people are turned off by her. Well, I just think she, yeah, yeah, I do. I I totally do. Cause I don't think she knows when to quit. Like, I think she has great moments where she makes perfect sense. And then she just doesn't get it. You know, I just don't understand. I just don't, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just don't understand why, like you guys, like why do you enjoy hate watching? I don't get it. Like, look, we what do don't you mean? really we don't, I hate watch. Yeah. I mean, you do like, we don't hate Ramona. Like we love to hate her. There is a difference. People really hate Erica. They, I think people hate Lisa Rinna more than they hate Erica these days. People hate Lisa, that, the, the rage and the, the, the hatred. The same thing with Teresa. Every time Kim is on and she goes off, I get all the comments like, you go, Kim, fuck Teresa. Like, I don't know. Doesn't this eat away at your guys' lives? Like, like I don't hate watch. I just Oh, watch. well, I don't have time to, I do not have time to like hate celebrate or hate tweet like i i know I, I don't know who these people are who spend and it goes for all these reality shows they go on twitter they write these huge diatribes they're like coming you guys are i mean people tagging. are passionate it, it drives me nuts like people tag andy cohen like "Ooh, andy you know you're gonna still like promote this person you that like you think andy reads his shit his own shit or gives two fucks what you think in des moines iowa no he doesn't give two rips like get over yourself you know like everybody now Look at me. I'm like, everybody thinks they're like a, t- like a TV host. And here I am like, you know, basically doing the same thing. Move to anyway, LA. Thinks she's hosting yeah, exactly. now. I think I'm doing this, but you know, it's Is just this like, why everyone hates you, Sarah. Maybe <laughs> I mean, you Honestly, Vicky I don't... insulted Oklahoma. You just insulted Iowa, but you know, it's okay. You just, Whatever. I'm going. from Maine. All right. That's also bum. Oh, so look, seriously. you can trash on Maine. Exactly. No, so there you go. No, uh, I don't. Um, no, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I think Diana is going, I, I do. I just think it's, I think she's going to go. And I think I agree. we'll see about Rinna. Um, before we wrap up, what else would that? I just, can I just say, I just love her. I hate her. I just love from an entertainment point of view when Erica goes into the demonic Erica voice and she's like, or what? Like we got more of that. This, right. When she goes into the, like, I am fighting for my life. Like whether you love what she's saying or not, I just love when she goes into it. And yes, there is an absolute double standard when Crystal or Garcelle pointed out. I think it was Crystal like that 
episode the other week, like where she was at the bar and wait, like her and Kyle are best friends again. If that were something about Crystal makes Erica just want to rip her head off. So I do think it's a double standard just from a pure, I'm not saying I'm team this or that, but just for pure, I love when Erica like snaps and it's demonic Erica. And it's like, even when she, even when she does her confessionals and she's in that like overly eyeshadowed and like that wig where she's just like, I don't know what. And she even says it to producers. Like a couple of times she's like, I won't. She's like, what is your point in that question? Like Erica is just, I, I mean, I don't know. She's, oh, she's I love EJ. Guys, she ain't going anywhere. I hate her. Don't watch. But I, I mean, she's not going anywhere. And by the way, thank you for hate watching. Because I think now people, a lot of people hate listen to us because last this Erica thing, they're like, how dare you say that she didn't know? Well, we're entitled to our opinion. Um, before we go, we have so much to get to next time. God. Um, anything else to wrap up? I mean, it's going to be interesting as we head into the reunion. It's sad, I think, two sisters fractured. I heard Kyle and Kathy. It's the whole reunion, really. Um Anything else? We'll talk about a lot of other things next time. I mean, I think it's just yeah. We have so much to break down now. All the theories of of you know Aspen edits. I mean, you know Teresa. I mean, so much coming out about Teresa and Melissa and Joe and how fractured that is. There's really a lot. That's why. That's why you know. um, But anyway, our next show we're covering all of that. I can be found um, at Behind Velvet Rope and Apple, Spotify. Follow me on TikTok, guys. It's fun. And where can we follow it's so you? Fun. I agree. Follow me on TikTok at the Sarah Fraser show. The Sarah Fraser show puts out new episodes seven days a week. I'm really known for like my TLC shows, which are Wednesdays. I always have like a 90 day fiance star, sister wives star, all that good stuff. So you can find me on Spotify and Apple podcast too. Love it. And we will see you all soon. Bye, David. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. Because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones. And the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.